Welcome to A Vibe Called Wellness, where therapy, wellness, and vibes collide. We are your hosts, Siobhan and Ricky. We will talk about all things that impact our everyday living. While we are therapists, this is not your average therapy session. It's going to be raw, real, and relatable. So sit back, relax, grab your tea, coffee, or wine, and come catch these vibes. Welcome to another episode of A Vibe Called Wellness. I am happy to be back here with you, Ricky. How are you? I am good today. I am trying to stay cool in this heat. It is hot. It's like, it makes you angry. Like, I just, I don't want to be bothered with it at all. So I'm chilling today. How are you? (laughs) No, I feel you on that. It is so hot and it's not even officially, it's not even officially summer. Like, it's so hot. I was helping me and my mom were talking the other day and we were like, "Uh uh-uh, I got to start living right because this is what hell feels like. Yeah. I'm not be able to do it. It's <laughs> so hot. It's, it's miserably hot. hot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, it's it's super hot. And um that's why I'm just like I, I could say if I could stay inside as much as possible, mm-hmm. I'm I'm staying inside because mm-hmm. sure. So just trying to, you know, stay in, rest, relax, and just get out of that heat. It's hot. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. So I know last week we talked um, about anxiety. Mm -hmm. So this week, our topic, I'm not just sad, I'm depressed. Navigating depression um, is so relevant and goes hand in hand with our topic of anxiety. So let's jump into it and talk about it. Because I know a lot of, I think over the last probably like two years, two, three years, honestly, um, so many black women, so many people, but you know, black women is specific specifically who I practice with, um, have been dealing with the depression. It's a lot. It's so like just kind of acknowledging that we've gone through so much over these last few years, like you said. Um, and you may notice certain heightened emotions, um, symptoms in your body, yeah. um, where you you may be experiencing that anxiety or that depression. And so we want to talk about depression, talk about the signs and symptoms and what you can do um, if you may be experiencing some of these things. And I think most importantly, just normalizing that um, depression is something, is it a mental health disorder that people are experiencing and just knowing how to navigate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, depression, also known as major depressive disorder um, or clinical depression is a common but serious mood disorder. Um, Sadness is a normal, a normal emotion. We all have gotten sad at some point. Um, We've all experienced it. However, depression causes severe symptoms that affect how you feel, how you think, how you handle or not handle your daily Mm -hmm. activities like sleeping, eating or working. Um, And so that's what we want to talk about a little bit. Yes. So um, there are different types of depression, um, all developing under unique circumstances, right? Um, So situational circumstances. Uh, We've we've heard of postpartum depression. So depression that occurs after having a baby or experiencing birth, Mm -hmm. Um, seasonal affective disorder, where you may notice that you are experiencing depressive symptoms around cold or winter months. And also when the time changes and it gets dark earlier, so not as much sunlight. Um, I actually feel like I really struggle with seasonal affective disorder. Mm -hmm. Like in the winter, it's a struggle for me to get up and function. Um, And then you have 
premenstrual dysphoric disorder, um, also known as PMDD, where you may notice that you have um, depressive symptoms around um, menstruation, like around that time of your cycle as well. Yeah. So something that I think, um, and you, you mentioned it, um, mm-hmm. not a formal diagnosis, but there, situational depression is like, yes. sometimes it's not clinical. It's not something that you're fully diagnosed with. Yeah. A certain situation that's happening that's causing you to be depressed. And yeah. so when you come into therapy, it's like, we need to get to the root cause of whatever that is. And that, and then the symptoms kind of alleviate. So all these definitely are different situations, but I think um, that situational depression is, is, is real. Absolutely. Especially during COVID, right? Especially during this lockdown, during COVID, during mm-hmm. all of the, the racial uh, issues that we've had going on in our society, in our world, um, yeah. with our safety, with all the you know shootings and things like that. Um, we got some, some mental health issues, some results of these things going on around us that make us not feel safe, that make us feel worried about our safety and our futures. Absolutely. And it's been a lot. And I think I've seen more people dealing with depression or sometimes you're not even sure what to call it. Mm -hmm. Like I feel down. I've had so many clients say, I don't want to say depression, Mm -hmm. but something is off. Like Mm -hmm. I'm feeling off. I'm just not feeling motivated. I'm not feeling um, just the low energy. And you look at the world around you, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening after another, after another. Um, I actually found myself when when all the racial uprising, I think that was like, what, 2020 maybe? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. George Floyd, it was just seemed like it was just one after another after another. And um it was a lot on me. Like I yeah. had to pull myself away. And coupled with that, we were on lockdown um yeah. with COVID. So you're glued to the TV and watching these things, and it was stressful. And I found myself um feeling depressed. Yeah. Um I was when we got when we first got sent home from work and I was working from home at first I was like okay this is cool then they put us on lockdown and I was like okay well that's fine yeah while being in the house I was like let me out of here and I had to change up some of the things that I was doing like I wasn't opening the blinds I wasn't fully getting dressed I wasn't really oh because I felt like you're working from home you don't got to get fully dressed Mm -hmm. like my routine had shifted and I realized quickly that (laughs) no the blinds needed to open. I started sitting on my patio. Mm-hmm. I started, you know, making my meals, going out for a walk, yeah. all of these things to try to like get my energy level back up. And when we're that, we're going to talk about those things. But when you start feeling like, oh, something's off, mm-hmm. you got to get yourself out of that place. Well, I'm glad you were able to like notice it and pay attention to yeah. it. Um, I think for me, I was already aware of some of those things and so I was able to kind of use my time and just kind of use it to my advantage really Mm -hmm. um but I think I experienced a lot of burnout though and like being burnt out was making me feel drained and just no energy just fatigued and knowing when to step away so I could like focus on myself and not trying to like I can't save the world as one therapist. So, um, yeah. but just trying to be that support to so many people because people have been struggling. Yeah. It, so people have been struggling and needing help. And honestly, I also yeah. feel like therapists have kind of been left out of the conversation. Oh God. It's it has been uh I find myself having to check 
like my burnout because yeah. burnout can lead into depression. Yeah. So when I start feeling it, I'm like, Mm-mm, I got to stop because when you start taking on the emotions of other people and just yeah. like you said, I can't save everybody and be the therapist for everyone. And I had to release that. I had to release it too, <laughs> girl, plenty of times. Even yeah. now, I have to remind Thanks. myself like those boundaries need to be there. Yeah. Um, my vacations will be happening. My disconnects yeah. will be happening. Um, I have to put me first. Yeah. I have yeah. to put me first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got to put me first. <laughs> so I thought about that meme. <laughs> <laughs> I got to put me first, okay? You have to. Yeah. Because if you don't, it starts reflecting. And I know for me, it starts reflecting mm-hmm. in my work. Oh yeah. And so I never want that to be a thing because yeah. we, you know we're responsible for the lives of other people. And so when I start feeling like that, I'm like, Mm-mm. yeah, you got to take a break. You got to step back because you. I just get in these funks sometimes, and I have to recognize it, and I have to be like, okay, Siobhan, you need to chill out. Like, yeah, <laughs> you are you're doing way too much. Um, and it's easy to do, but I really do feel like therapists have. We've been on the front lines for the last two years and something yes. and feeling it and feeling it. Like I have clients who come and they're like, everybody is booked. No one's yep. taking new clients. Like yep. what's going on? And I'm just like, therapists are trying. And if we're even more serious, black therapists oh, yes. have been like carrying this torch because everyone is wanting to like see a therapist and I feel like in our community it's becoming more normalized so people mm-hmm. are like seeking out black therapists and, and it's yes. like it's only so many of us it's only so many we definitely need more yes. um and we can't do I can't see everybody you know so oh it's a lot it's a lot to think about to process um we have all experienced this pandemic, all of these things these past few years. I mean, things are still happening even now with inflation and all of that. So it's like a whole new cycle of problems. Oh yeah. It's like once oh, we yeah. get past one thing, and I don't even want to say get past because we always circle back to it, you know, <laughs> but it's like new things. Then we have like, like you said, gas. Yeah. I hear there's like a, a looming food shortage, which yeah. It has been getting that way, you know, when you go to the grocery store, but the food, like all of these things are a lot and Mm -hmm. everyone does not have um, the mental capacity to deal with those things and shut it down. And so we want to really help you to identify those symptoms, but also how to cope through them. And when we think about like clinical depression, it's really signs and symptoms most of the day, nearly every day you're feeling these things. Yeah. Like I know that, you know, in this, in this day and age, we are, we throw depression out, like we throw, we throw it out frequently. Oh yeah. <laughs> but clinical depression, you're feeling these signs and symptoms most of the day, nearly every day for at least two weeks or at least two weeks. It's consistent, it's persistent and you you can't, you cannot shake it. Yes. So if you're feeling like that, like you said, that persistent sadness, that anxiety, feeling empty, that mm-hmm. empty mood, feeling hopeless or pessimistic, always negative, always just down, yeah. um, not a good energy to be around, yeah. um, irritable. That's one of a big one for me, just being irritable. 
um and you start taking it out on everybody else on all the people on sometimes on yourself too but on others and that's how you know like hey like there's something really going on with me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so instead of taking it out on other people how do I deal with what's going on absolutely and you could also feel signs of guilt and worthlessness um you loss of energy um interest or pleasure in activities that used to be pleasurable is mm-hmm. a very telling sign that something is going on um decreased energy or fatigue so I'm yeah. always tired I'm always sleeping I don't want to get out of bed just that difficulty concentrating falling asleep oversleeping um appetite like it shows up in so many ways yes um that we have to just be mindful of it again physically externally we can see it and sometimes it's internally um like you said about beating yourself up that feeling that guilt and all of that as well yep and then your behaviors too like um being risky right Um, maybe we're having risky sex like doing some things that we normally wouldn't do just to feel pleasure or to feel good um you know substance use is increasing like some of those kind of things those are things we want to pay attention to um spending too yes uh, emotional buying and spending and eating and all of those things like knowing when you're spending way too much just to feel better Mm -hmm. and then um thoughts of um death suicide suicidal thoughts a suicide attempt um those are you know significant signs Mm -hmm. that something is wrong and really be mindful when you're having those suicidal thoughts because during at that point you're in crisis Mm -hmm. you are in crisis and you you really need to seek emergency um emergency help Absolutely. And your body will ache. You might have pains and headaches, um, cramps. One of the big ones I see is digestive issues, whether it's feeling nauseous, um, diarrhea, constipation, like those kind of things, heartburn, acid reflux, um, without a clear physical cause, right? And you've gone a lot of a lot of times I hear clients say they've gone to like the GI specialist and all of these mm-hmm. people and they still have these symptoms and it can definitely be associated with um, depression for sure. And just and also be mindful that not everyone experiences the same symptoms. Right. So because you have not experienced the symptoms that we talked about um, or um, the severity and frequency of the symptoms, it varies. So just being mindful if you are frequently, like we said, the last two weeks is consistent, even if it's just one of these things, like you may need to get some kind of intervention to seize before it escalates um, to something else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And some risk factors for depression. Sometimes, you know, there's a family history of depression. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a, um, a parent, a sibling a aunt like sometimes some in that generation in that family um there's some history of depression there um there's also sometimes a major life change um divorces breakups um relate we can see a lot with relationships um having a child you know losing a child trauma different traumatic experiences um being you know emotional abuse physical sexual verbal um and stress like different life stressors that happen to us absolutely and it can it can hit anyone oh yeah that's the main thing like we think the depression like you can be at any age and feel oh yeah any age any socioeconomic status you could be rich poor like middle class it it doesn't matter Mm -mm. Mm -mm. it hits everyone and everyone has different um, ways of navigating but it shows up differently and mm-hmm. 
kids they may they don't have the verbal capacity to sometimes express what that looks like yeah being mindful with them too yeah Um, I think that oftentimes we brush that off sometimes um to just them being kids or you know hearing like what do you got to be depressed about you know and not brushing that off because we want to just be mindful it honestly set the tone of treating our mental health when telling me you're depressed okay let's talk about that absolutely and like you said like it it can start early right Mm -hmm. um you know kids go through life too kids have struggles too they have they deserve to be heard and express themselves as well so absolutely absolutely I mean the first time I dealt with depression was in college Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to call it I just knew that I was feeling like I wasn't on the up and up yeah Um, but I was depressed and it's just it's one of those things now in hindsight it's like man I didn't really have the language of what it was but I felt like I had to keep pushing yeah like I had to keep pushing I had to keep going um and it was it was a lot it was definitely a lot and so stress like you mentioned I think back in times in my life when I dealt with a lot of stress mm-hmm. it it led to those you know those feelings of depression so you got to be mindful oh yeah you do um like you I think uh, for me it was college as well but I didn't realize it until maybe grad school um, that that's what I was actually going through and like kind of paying attention to some of my behaviors right yeah. so we talk a lot about you know it shows up in your behaviors too just risky behavior just you know turning up to the max like when I go out I'm going hard yeah. I'm drinking to the max um trying to hide yeah and it's like oh when I go in I'm going in and then so like looking back on that like oh that might not have been like the healthiest way of dealing with what I was going through um I love now that we are talking about mental health and a lot of college students young adults are seeking mental health you know counseling and therapy and because we're really creating that safe space um for for people to be open and be vulnerable earlier so I love that absolutely absolutely and there's different ways to treat depression it can be a combination of therapy medication changing up your lifestyle um some of those some of those lifestyle changes can be getting more active and exercising mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Getting more active especially being out now right now it's hot like it is hot outside and I ain't gonna oh, lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sun <laughs> yes. that vitamin d is helpful that's why people a lot of people experience a seasonal um effect a seasonal affective disorder for uh, depression because there's no sun like it gets dark earlier yeah um and we are we crave that and so exercising getting your body moving helps to release some of those healthy endorphins and um get you kind of helping with some of those happier thoughts absolutely we have to get creative too like um you know if we like to go outside but we're not we're not able to do that because of the weather or whatever it is like you have to be willing to be open and be flexible in your thinking um to get what you need yeah Right. So that means sometimes getting outside of your comfort zone as well. Um, And we want to. So that goes into this. Like you want to set realistic goals with yourself. Right. Yes. A realistic expectation. I might not go outside, but what else can I do? I might not work out for an hour, but I can work out for 20 minutes. Like it's better than nothing. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's key, because sometimes we'll throw it all out and say, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I can't, I can't do my 40 minute workout. It's like that all or nothing thinking yeah. is so counterproductive. Yeah. It's so negative. It'll hold you back. Right. And sometimes we're holding ourselves back. So it's like, no, you can go walk for 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. But when I say do yoga, I don't mean go do a headstand. You just go stretch. Right. 
you know, do a light flow, but you need to move your body. Yes. Moving your body is so, it's so critical. It really, it really, really is critical. Um, the other, I think that what also was important, surrounding yourself with people who make you feel good. They are trusted people Yes, and make you feel good. So often, if we kind of assess our circle, sometimes it's the environment that we are in that mm-hmm. is contributing to, you know, that, that negative mindset that contributes to our depression we have to really evaluate the space that people hold in our lives and being okay with releasing them. Absolutely. Knowing when it's time. Knowing when to let go. And, you know, knowing when to let go of the people, the place, the the job, whatever. All of it. All of it. Because you holding on is not doing anything for you. It's not. So being very, very clear with yourself on that. Yep. And try not to isolate yourself. Again, that goes into knowing who you can um, reach out to and talk to who you feel safe being around. Uh, But just you sometimes you got to push yourself when you don't feel like being social to be social anyway, because you know you need to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So pushing past that point when you just want to shut down from the world. Right. And I think that we also have to this kind of piggybacks off of your realistic expectations, but also setting like let me just do one goal. If I can accomplish one thing, sometimes Mm -hmm. we have so many things on our plate that we just can't, we, it's like, you know what, again, all or nothing thinking I can't do anything because I have all of these things. Well, clear off the plate. What's one thing I can accomplish today. Yeah. And and really encourage yourself to do that one thing um, because then you accomplished it. Now I feel good about myself. And so even when I don't feel motivated I know I just have this one thing to accomplish um to do whether it's getting out of bed okay you got out of bed yeah better right making up that bed yes like you got to start small slow progress is still progress but you really encouraging yourself to put one foot in front of the other Yes. And so like you said, that slow progress is still progress. So not expecting your mood to improve gradually. I mean, it will improve gradually. It won't improve instantly. So um, it takes time. Mm-hmm. There's been a build up leading up to the way you feel. So we have to undo some of the things that we've been doing and thinking and processing um, to feel better. So just know that it takes time and be patient with yourself. Oh, that patience is, is so, so important. Um, something else that's critical is postpone, postponing important decisions until you feel better. Yes. Sometimes our feelings, our emotions overtake us and we make rash decisions. Yes. And so trying to just postpone it until yeah. you get to a space where you feel like you can make um, a, a clear decision. And letting people know, like you can, you know, there's a way of communicating um, that you might need to step away or take a break or process certain things before responding or saying something that will hurt or damage the situation. Um, But you want to communicate and definitely postpone when you need to until you can process and make better choices, for sure. Absolutely. And continue to educate yourself about depression. Yeah. There's so many different things. Things are always changing, but educate yourself. You know, earlier we talked about medication. Some Mm -hmm. people are, I get people who come in and they're totally against medication. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, let's first, let's talk about why you're so against it. Let's explore that a little bit. But then have we, have you researched, you know, researched it? Have you, you know, looked at different, because there's tons of different medications. Yeah. 
You know, just because someone told you about one medication that didn't work for them does not mean it's not going to work for you. Yeah. So you have to continuously educate yourself so that you can get into the space that you need. And just like you educating yourself and assessing, right? That self-assessment is so, is just so key. Like, cause you can be in therapy. I, I tell clients all the time, like, yeah, we can do therapy, but if we're, if our symptoms aren't being reduced by what we're doing and what kind of changes that we're making, or we don't have the energy and motivation to make some of the changes that medication may be needed for you. And it's okay to, um, to take that and to sit with that and to try, try it so that you can get that extra push in your treatment to, to be successful, Absolutely. to feel better. Nothing is wrong with it. The ultimate goal is to feel better. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. I am um, a champion for therapy and medication. Yes. Like if you need it, take the medication. Yes. And I'm not saying you have to be on it forever. You may not. You The goal is for you, you know, therapy isn't necessarily forever. Right. What do I need right now? And that goes to your point of assessing. Like, yeah. what is it that I need right now? Because the goal, if you don't like how you're feeling, what can we do to get you to a place to where you feel better? That part. Like, let's work together to, to figure that, you know, that piece out. Because that's critical. And I love that, you know, that's one of the things, that's one of the benefits of going to therapy um, is that we can help you make that self-assessment. We can help yeah. you be accountable and say, hey, you know, we've tried X, Y, Z over this amount of time and it's not been effective. Um, it may be time for us to try something else. And I'm here with you to hold space and support for you as you try that. Absolutely. And I just want you to know that if you are feeling suicidal, you know, there is help out there. Mm-hmm. There is um, a, the suicide um, national suicide hotline. It's one one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. So if you are feeling suicidal, you are in crisis. You can text that line. You can call that line. Um, your local, um, whatever state you're in, usually have their own local crisis lines. Mm-hmm. Or do we have GCal? Um, reach out. There is help out there. You do not have to go through it by yourself absolutely absolutely um this is such an important topic Mm -hmm. it's so important it is so there's so much information there's so many things there um, to unpack but just knowing that you're not alone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know yeah know that you're not by yourself know that you don't have to journey through this by yourself right right who want to help you so take the gems, take the tools, share them with somebody that you feel um, could use them and benefit from them as well. Um, if, they're, if they haven't been as open about these topics, you know, um, share this with somebody that you feel like can use it. Um, we are excited to hold this space and talk about ang- this depression, anxiety, all of the different mental health topics that we talk about. Um, so thank you for joining in with us. Uh, join join us next week as we discuss protecting your energy right how ways to protect your peace that will be a good topic as we talk about uh what peace means and how to protect it right your energy what you what you put out and what you take in and we have more control over that that than we think we do Absolutely. Absolutely. So I cannot wait for us to join next week um, because we need more peace. 
<laughs> we, oh, yes. we need to figure out more ways for us to cultivate peace. Um, so I cannot wait to vibe with you all next week. Um, so until then, enjoy this time in between. Yes. Peace out. Bye. This has been another episode of A Vibe Called Wellness, where therapy, vibes, and wellness collide. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. We can't wait to vibe with you next week.